Hello, everybody. Welcome to our first uh, Scoops Mini being published here late on the last day of June. You know, as teachers, we're, summer is, is our time. So, you know, we've been out of the studio for a bit. But we wanted to get some out here, a quick mini. We promise no more than 15 minutes. So for, for Mr. Thomas, that definitely classifies a mini. This is not a, uh, a stage conducive to my speaking style, but we'll make it work. But I uh, hope everybody's having a great summer. Huge news coming to us from the studio today. So USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten. Just wild. I mean, it's I don't really like it. I think it doesn't really fit, obviously, geographically or for scheduling. I mean, as Miss Post said earlier to me, off off the record, uh, Big Ten's a Midwest league. You know, it was bad enough to have Rutgers and Maryland from the East Coast. Now you got West Coast. They're possibly not done. I just, I mean, obviously it's all about money, and they'll make a lot more with this, but just not a fan. Of course, then you have NBA – one reason NBA is, is, is a Garbo league is because their off-season off is more important than their regular season. And so you got Kevin Durant demanding a trade. And I just said this point to some of my boys today, like team, superstars, some of the old-time greats that are playing on three or four teams, certainly hurts their case, their legacy. And I actually will make an exception for LeBron because he's won titles in three different places. But guys like Kevin Durant, James Harden, these guys that change teams every three years, I mean, that's just ridiculous. People will call it player empowerment, but here's my new phrase, player pamperment. Mm-hmm. Guys just get, get unsatisfied after one thing and they're like, oh, I got to leave. Mm-hmm. It's just a crock. But anyway, huge news in the sports world today. Um, as opposed to how's your summer going? Oh, it's going great. Did some classic summer things. We got a county fair going on in our undisclosed county. So great time to uh, enjoy some, some fair food, some good weather. It's been a good summer. Even poolside in this post? Of course. Got, got my book out there. Tell the listeners what you do to get ready for scoop season two in the summer. What do I do to get ready? For scoop season two, yeah. Uh, listen to some podcasts, do some, some Twitter research, some data research, little things here and there. Are you going to be more ready for season two than you were season one? I will try my best. Allegedly. Okay. Uh, that's great though, Miss Post. Yeah, the county fair, my first time there as well as in our undisclosed location. Uh, it was awesome. Saw a lot of people we knew, did the bumper cars. It was sweet. Uh, but now we're back, trying to get back on the grind here. Season two is going to be great. We're going to start that week before Labor Day, college football week one, not week zero. We'll make some picks for that. Notre Dame, Ohio State, already getting excited for that. You know, I'm not going to get into why I can't watch that in my the comfort of my home. One of our loyal listeners really just, just dropped the ball all the way around. I got nothing to say to him or her or they on this podcast. Uh, and in week two, we're tr- going to try to get uh, Steven Tara back on. That's our goal. Uh, Kenna, obviously, is just the best. We'll try to get them back on for NFL preview. And obviously, as the midterms get closer, we'll uh, have some some many conversations on that as, as the election approaches. But speaking of politics, of course, mm-hmm. a lot of Supreme Court decisions have dropped this month as the term just ends uh, today, June 30th. You got the gun the gun ruling where the Supreme Court said New York can't specify or make you specify why you need a permit to carry in public. Again, guns, is, it's the Second Amendment, so clearly a constitutional right. They also allowed parents to use public funds to pay for religious schooling. Excellent ruling. Again, of course, the, 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 the uh, separation of church and state extremists say that it's a violation, but it's really not because as... I, I believe it was Roberts that said the state doesn't need to subsidize private education. But if they do, they can't discriminate against religious schools. Excellent point. And let's also note, just for the record, that the, 
First Amendment separation was put in place so the government would interfere, wouldn't interfere with the church, mm-hmm. not the other way around. But of course, the big one, uh, actually, well, another one today, EPA was struck down, or a, a specific ruling of the EPA was struck down by the court saying it didn't have the authority to regulate the emissions, the carbon emissions. Of course, libs are all up in arms. What, that, what else is new? Mm-hmm. And again, but we'll hold that thought, actually. So let's get into, of course, Dobbs. Last Friday, abortion. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Five to four votes to sleep for that. Six to three to, to uphold the Mississippi law 15 weeks. Mm-hmm. So, of course, liberals, again, they never cease to be outraged. Of but, course. of course, you know, they called it illegitimate, a threat to democracy. Again, shocking. The Supreme Court's getting all in our business, which really they just handed it back to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Miss Post has a lot to say about this. Again, this is a mini, so she yeah. might she might out talk me for this. I but don't worry about that. I don't think anybody that's <laughs> listening is worried about you talking all too right. much, Miss Post. Uh, and we talked a lot about this when the draft was leaked, but you just think about it on so many levels. A, it didn't even ban abortion, right? It literally just said there's no constitutional right, which there's right. not. There's I mean, not. you can say you want it to be, but this is not in there. Left okay. The Two, they just brought it back to the states. So more than half the states will have abortion protections. Yeah. Maybe slightly less, about 23 or 24. Those that have protections will be extreme, like California abortion up till birth, paying to come to their state to have abortions. Yeah. Okay. But the, the larger issue, of course, is just, just the rhetoric used, right? Like illegitimate. The court's illegitimate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Was a court, was a, was a justice appointed by a president who wasn't democratically elected? No. Um, is a justice unqualified, not based on any qualifications used, mm-hmm. okay? So, again, Democrat hubris, we know, we talk about that a lot, two episodes on it, but the whole point is when Democrats don't get rulings, they want something yeah. illegitimate or democracy right. under attack or... or, or um, they can't accept that, that no one agree, not everybody agrees with exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. They can't just take it. Exactly. <laughs> they got to point fingers and say... It was wrong. Exactly. Something, Again, something went illegitimate. Vox yeah. is under attack. Right. Um, uh, we're, we're set to the 1800s again. I mean, yeah, Handmaid's yeah. Tale. Handmaid's Tale, exactly. Yeah. So, one thing I just want to say is this is the same court that struck down a plethora of the Trump lawsuits during the election 2020. Were they illegitimate then? Did they suddenly become illegitimate? I mean, again, the Democrats, they're so rhetorical. They're so arrogant that they like refuse to acknowledge their own failures in this think about all that happened right trump wins the election in 2016 nominates three justices okay democrats uh lose house seats after 2020 gain back the senate 50 50 but they talk all this thing like they're helpless to do anything about mm-hmm. it and it's like pass a law or get get voters yeah. to pass a law they're they're mad that voters are going to get to decide what right they want to do on abortion or not so instead of saying, hey, let's, let's, let's work on defending the case of abortion, which if we're really that strongly in it, we should do. But no, it's reproductive justice. It's you can't force a pregnancy. Women will die. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to take away civil rights. Yeah. And it's like, first of all, civil rights are explicitly protected, okay? Abortion is a unique issue all the way around, but you don't have a civil right to murder your, your child or your fetus, really. No. Now, if you want to defend it, then defend it on the merits. But you can't mm-hmm. say it's similar to civil rights or even gay rights. And even if someone makes the argument that that gay marriage case or the contraception case was um, legally weak, like the standing, which probably is true, as Dr. Scholl says, and many people that we've had on this program say, you have to look at the, the precedent and, and what it means for society, right? Like the contraception case I just read, like when that was decided, 49 states either, 
either allowed contraception or didn't enforce the law. Mm -hmm. So to act like abortion, that's really not settled publicly, is the same as contraception or even gay marriage, which was obviously becoming much more liberalized at the time the case was heard. Mm -hmm. It's not the same thing. And everyone says, oh, Clarence Thomas, black, black man, white supremacist. He, of course, mentioned those cases, but that's one justice. There's nine on the court. So anyway, again, Dems, instead of saying maybe we should pass, pass laws or get voter outreach or, or you know, work on winning swing state voters like Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, so that next time we have a Hillary, she won't lose to, to the Antichrist. No, it's, oh, Trump was illegitimate. The justices are illegitimate. And anyway, I'll turn it over to Miss Post here. Okay. Well, I was listening to a really great podcast episode. If some of my listeners get the time, some of you may enjoy this. Some Our of- listeners. Our listeners uh, may enjoy uh, a podcaster, also does YouTube and stuff, uh, Ali Beth Stuckey or Ali B. Stuckey. Um, great podcast episode. I'd have to find the title of it, which I can now. But basically, she was talking about Roe v. Wade in this, um, and she brought up a great, um, a great point. Let me see what my latest one that I listened to was. I think she went through, so there's a bunch of myths that have come out basically with this because everybody is very up in arms about the fact that this got overturned. So they're trying to reach for any other way for it to stay intact. They want abortion to still be intact. So now they're really reaching and then saying, oh, ectopic pregnancies are, that's going to put a woman's life at risk, which it does. And they're saying we need abortion to save the woman's life which is not true at all, because abortion is not what saves anybody's lives. Abortion kills. So people are getting very upset about this. Now, there is a big thing about this, is that when women do get an ectopic pregnancy removed, and then hopefully they can try to maybe save the baby if possible, um, it gets coded as an abortion. And that's really like upsetting, I've heard, for women. It's like you get this on your your paperwork back from the hospital said it's abortion and, and it's not because it it was saving a child or a miscarriage child um and so there's some really wrong stuff in there um but a, a really great point she brought up was the fact that um you know companies and stuff are what did i what did i say paying for abortions well, they're paying for abortions. They came yes. out and said four thousand dollars yes. instead of paying for maternity leave. Four thousand dollars for right. abortions. That's right. That's part of it. Yes, and the fact that the companies really don't want you to—they don't want you to have a child because they're losing you right. and your workership. Um, but about another big thing, and if you're on Instagram, and if you're, if you have some friends on Instagram that are talking a lot about, um, like saying, "Oh, if you, if you're a Christian and you su- you're celebrating this, then you need to be out there in these." pregnancy centers you need to be doing more for these children which first of all christians are by far the the most exactly they make up the largest part of that supports and has been doing this for years and second of all she mentioned the fact that people really don't want to get up off their couch get up off the computer and help out these pregnancy centers they just want taxpaying dollars to go out to these things for universal health care um free college free formula wipes i don't know whatever and they don't want to do anything about it so they're going to blame somebody else or they're going to put that on the rich to do that and that's, exactly. that's not how it should be you got to you got to put in the work yourself if you want something to happen you get up and you do it yourself that's an excellent point miss post well 
First off, we're going to go past 15 minutes. Sorry know, about sorry. it. That's not surprising. No, it's my fault. It's okay, though. A few points to that. So, number one, uh, of course, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. Uh, oh, people, Democrats will say, they, they act like they're helpless to prevent right. pregnancy. Right. They're like, oh, forced pregnancy. Oh, women women are going to be help. Women are going to be caught empty-handed. Yeah. It's like, first off, some pregnancies are surprising. Yes. But again, yeah, you, you don't reproduce unilaterally. Okay, you don't just get pregnant. Yeah. Let's say the Virgin Mary, which no one is anymore. Right. You don't just get pregnant randomly. Yeah. So you, you understand there's consequences to sex. There's things called condoms out there, birth control. Yeah. Obamacare is supposed to solve birth control, so why is it not universally mm-hmm. available? Okay, either way, again, condoms work. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you don't understand what happens if you engage in this behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay. you got to be aware that your actions are not normal. I mean... There's things that happen. <laughs> exactly. So to act like you're just helpless against pregnancy right. is just absurd. Yeah. And second, you're exactly right. I just want to go back to the church point. You yeah. know, people think hospitals like St. Luke's or St. Mark's are just like, right. just like, oh, I don't, I don't know how they got those names. It must have just been a, a random white man name. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and they, they don't necessarily have the same church background as before, but what do you, what, how do you think they got started with mm-hmm. that name? Mm-hmm. Uh, among various other things. Okay. okay. Third thing I'll add in this post, you're exactly right, is people, people, they don't defend abortion on the merits, mm-hmm. right? They say, oh, what about life of the mother? Right. Oh, what about rape? Right. Oh, what about a 14-year-old right. girl? Oh, what about someone who loses their baby 20 weeks in? Show me where it saved a life. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and in, what law is passed that doesn't have exceptions or nuance, right. right? Like maybe laws won't be six weeks, no exceptions right away. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they will and have to dial it back. But again, that's, that's the beauty of democracy. You get to vote. Mm-hmm. Allegedly... The court's an existential threat to democracy for giving rights back to the voters. And, and people, say, people say, oh, like, what if they said the same thing about civil rights? Mm-hmm. First of all, they didn't. Second of all, it, it's, it's, it's not an issue anymore because we're well past the point where it's, it's up for debate. And third of all, nothing is as unique as killing your unborn child. Yeah. It's amazing all this talk about like, oh, uh, uh, a woman's right to choose, a woman's right to, to, to live. What about the unborn's right to live? They, they yeah. don't have a chance to live. That's they, they have no rights. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, the like common denominator, denominator that I see through all of this is just, especially on the liberal side, just a culture of laziness. Just Amen. the fact that it's like, you know, if, and, and then that podcast episode I was listening to, it, she was like, if you think that our the state laws are too vague and how they talk about abortion, like that, that abortion is for ectopic pregnancies, which it's not, and it says that in most states. Um, but she said, if, if you think that's too vague, tell somebody, call them up, ask them for it to be more specific. You have a voice. All of us have voices, and that is the beauty of our country and why it has been so successful for years is that we have all of these different levels of democracy that we can talk to people in our county, people in our state, Big government was never the right path for our country, so it's great to see it going back to states at this point. That's exactly right. I want to add two quick things, and then I'll get into my final point here. But the one thing is, and I have to screw Dr. Scholl's boy, David French, here. Shout out to Dr. Scholl for the dispatch uh, subscription for this last month. He's the man. Dr. Scholl, not David French. He's okay. But I just screwed this article. He said the right isn't ready for abortion to be illegal because they're not funding these programs. Mm. And I think, I think that once you make this happen, you should make more of an attempt to fund the sure. various programs. But I, I, I reject the notion that a lack of funds is why mm-hmm. 
single mothers are so poor off or why there's a culture of abortion or why people are dependent on the government. We've had these pregnancy centers forever. Exactly. I, I just did a quick Google search today. There is, I believe, maybe one or two abortion clinics in our undisclosed county, and there are at least four crisis pregnancy centers. So it clearly outnumbers. There are clearly more places you can go to get actual help. Exactly. For your pregnancy. And and the great society is turning 60 years old in 3 years, 2025. Mm-hmm. So again, I it's probably way more now, but 7 trillion dollars important in the welfare state. Yeah. So the point is not that there's not enough money. Yeah, and again, I think each program should have more money distributed to it in states where abortion is illegal because you're assuming that there'll be less abortion, so you need to kind of mm-hmm. divvy up funds accordingly. But again, to rejoice what David French said, you're just right. You're exactly right. This post we're creating a, a cradle to grave entitlements mm-hmm. on the government, mm-hmm. and that's not going to solve the problem. No, no. Even if you think it's a good thing to do, which most people would say it's not. I mean, if you, if you think about it, but that's not going to solve the problem. It's no. a cultural issue. A you cultural can't issue. write a you can't write a check to replace two parents in the home or to replace responsible child rearing things like that. And so you whether you can increase the funds by two hundred percent, but. That's not going to solve the issue, and just like the more babies being born is not going to be why people remain poor or things like that. I'll also say people that are crying out kind of more from the left or other Christians that are pro-choice pointing their fingers at Christians that are pro-life are kind of saying like, well, now now I want to see you step up. I want to see you care for all the children in the foster homes and all that stuff. And it's like, we've been crying out for that for years. Exactly. Because we have so much money going into places that are killing children instead of helping the ones that need help in foster homes. Exactly. And adoption places. That's where that money needs to go. And it's been funneling into these places just to, just to murder children. Oh, that's an excellent point. I actually just thought of this analogy this past weekend. This post and I were up in our undisclosed big city for a, a basketball shootout. But and that's just that's a straw man a straw man argument anyway. Because if you like, that's why if you said, for example, like why kids shouldn't wear masks. Here it is, Doctor Scholl, mask mask discussion. You say, uh, if for example, if you said they should wear masks, and I said no, what then you have to be responsible when they can't when they right. don't learn. They mm-hmm. would say you got to do it anyway, right? right? Like like one bad. One bad outcome doesn't mean you shouldn't right. do something. Right. Not that, not that I don't think any child being born is a bad outcome, but even mm-hmm. if you say it is, there's more in the foster care system, it's worth it to have more children being born. Mm-hmm. So you can't say because something that is bad, quote unquote bad, happens, you shouldn't do something. That, 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 that's a straw man argument. Right. And one other thing I want to make about just Democrat policy in general, I saw this thing today about Democrats being too woke, which of course they are, it's part <laughs> of their own hubris. But basically the premise was that like when Democrats aren't being so woke, they actually have policy platforms that majority of Americans agree with. And one thing real quick while it came to me is also the Supreme Court, everyone's saying, oh, it, it's against the will of the people. Six justices, six white justices for stuff Clarence Thomas is black, six white <laughs> men, Amy Coney is a woman. But besides that, six justices are deciding the rights of, 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 of citizens, what the people want. And it's like, first off, Abortion is usually about 55-45, and, and its support for abortion is way less than what the current standard was, which is to viability, 22 mm-hmm. weeks. It usually mm-hmm. stops at about the sec- after the yeah. first trimester, 
the large majority of the people say abortion should be illegal. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, literally the court is designed to be a counter-majoritarian mm-hmm. institution. Mm-hmm. It's designed to push back against power. It's designed to push back against tyranny. It's designed to push back against public opinion. We can't it's based on what the law says. It. Exactly. The whole thing is of, of, of literally the United States system is majority rule, right. minority right. Because the point is you have to get – you have to get legislation and things that people want, and that's long-lasting, or it's going to be changed, mm-hmm. and you have to fight to change it back. So it's literally the entire point of the court system. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. I just want to get that rant, and I've been with that for a few days. But yeah. the point about Democrats is, again, even when they're not being woke, they have such huge hubris because they act like these policies are just, just so obvious, so obvious mm-hmm. that they're Republican. They're just – if we just did it, it would be so much better. And like the great Brian said, our IT director, Democrats always say they're one election away from utopia. (laughs) But it's just this whole thing. Like if Democratic policy is really that good and so life-saving, then why has anybody in the world done it and just Uh gotten it done? Why isn't it – why nobody isn't a utopia? Also, why haven't we just had Democrat after Democrat? Exactly. Exactly. If if Democrat policies were working, we wouldn't have a Republican president. Exactly. But no, it flip-flops back and forth because no one can get anything done in this country. Exactly. So Dems say their policies work. They just have to do them. They win total control of the House – and White House don't do it when they say, oh, it's just Republicans, well, they're, they're, they're blocking our agenda. And it's just, it's just mind-boggling how arrogant you can be to think that if only you could just pass every single one of your policies, yeah. everyone would be happy. I mean, that's just, that's just it, sums it, goes, it up right it there. It goes back to the culture of laziness. Amen. They want a quick fix, a Band-Aid over a bullet hole, and then to just sit down and not do any work. You're on a roll tonight, Ms. Bowles. Thank you. Last one I want to make is, and this goes back to the, the, the paid leave thing. It's amazing. And really, since the Trump years, Trump obviously was a very um, a, a lightning rod for politics. But you think about how the parties have really flipped on families and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like Democrats used to always be the ones that would fight for, for paid leave and things like that, which mm-hmm. is important. I, mean, I think you definitely find common ground on that. Mm-hmm. And big businesses would kind of push back or they'd say less government involvement because yeah. it's usually better. But you think about, right, like – businesses usually have paid leave to incentivize employees to stay mm-hmm. because of benefits. that because of that system exactly but now of course which party is one that talks about how much kids cost <laughs> and how much money businesses are going to lose right. by having female right. employees have right. more babies female by the way not 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 birthing persons yeah. females yeah. women um <laughs> anyway yeah so it's just amazing because now Dems are like i just saw this report on msnbc aired on my boy tucker carlson show that said how much it's going to cost for women to have all these children as that's a bad thing, <laughs> right? Like imagine not wanting your society to have more members in it. Yeah. Um, that, that's definitely a party shift. And, and one thing I just want to tie this into the inflation issue, right? Because what do Republicans say in terms of the welfare state, right? Oh, just buy less commodities. You don't need to have that new iPhone. You don't need to have a cable TV. You don't need to have a new, a new, uh, a new uh, purse mm-hmm. every, every year, whatever mm-hmm. it may be, right? But now Democrats are the ones saying that. Mm-hmm. Oh, just cut back. Oh, just deal with long lines. Deal with empty shelves. Be grateful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another shift. And of course we know it's because it's Biden's policies and their poor governance. But it's just ironic that that's, that's how the parties have shifted. Mm-hmm. To, and, and I don't even disagree with Democrats. I mean I think un, unstocked shelves and long lines are ridiculous. Yeah. And prices are ridiculous. But in terms of uh, cutting back, obviously you have to have – responsibility and the reason things it's so expensive to raise kids nowadays is because of the commodity culture but it's a choice that you make i don't agree that it's anybody's fault it's a choice you make but for dems to say oh just just buy less or just don't buy so much meat 
again, privilege. And that's that's the same argument they leveled at Republicans when they would say that about trimming the welfare state by saying, don't buy so much. Ms. Post, final thoughts for you. Um, get ready for season two. Maybe another mini-sub this summer. Stay tuned for that. Um, quite, a, quite a thrilling time in the politics world in America. So stay tuned for more. We're hoping to get Brian back on. Hell, this is 25 minutes. This is basically an episode. This yeah. is not season two yet, though. This is not season two. Uh, but stay tuned. Miss Pose came in hot today. Hopefully she'll, uh, not physically hot. I mean, I think she is, obviously. But anyway, she came in, like, on fire for the show. Thank you. Um, but anyway, uh, hopefully she'll keep the same energy for season two. <laughs> but uh, Miss Post, your thoughts on UCLA and USC joining the oh, Big Ten? Oh, just upsetting. I just saw a comment on Instagram, which was pretty funny, and they said, What's this going to mean for the commercial, the Big Ten commercial where they show the map? No, that's right. That's funny. That makes me so sad. I texted uh, my co-host here earlier this morning and I said, they need to stay in their lane. (laughs) Get them out of there. This is the Midwest. It is. It's just ridiculous. But money talks, number two market in the country, and this is how it goes. Two years till that breaks down. Get ready for the 11 p.m. Eastern time kickoff for for my boys and your boys, Miss Post. That's rough. Have a great summer, July 4th, a few days away. Celebrate America. It's a beautiful country. Immigrants think so. Migrants think so. And people who don't think so, white liberals. (laughs) I'm not going to say anything. Great one to end on. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.